had a minute in. All right, welcome to the <laughs> They're Clearly Confused podcast for the third time. This is the most takes we've ever taken. This is Ignacio over here. And this is, and this is Ethan over here. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so last episode we had, this is episode 10, by the way. Last episode we had Elena on, Elena Hershey. And we learned some um, valuable information from mm-hmm. her about... Uh, and her experience running Billy Stone Crab. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, co-running with her husband. Yeah, Billy. co-running. Um, and she, uh, you know, she was talking to us about how, you know, business is a baby. It's like a baby. It's like, uh, you know, it's like raising a child. I still um, like... That's... You know how Tony Robbins talks about, like, metaphors? Yeah. Like... You think there's a better metaphor? Well, there's, like, multiple metaphors. Yeah. I don't think every metaphor... There's, like, one metaphor that's better no, than the other, but it has, like, its own disadvantages. Well, obviously, there's, like... When you weigh them, they're not all perfect. They all fit, like, different things. But, like, I like the metaphor of, like... the Her metaphor of um, how business is, like, parenting mm-hmm. or, like, having a child and stuff. But I also like the metaphor of, like, how business is, like, art. Yeah. I like, I like that, that metaphor one of them better. Yeah. Well, I like both. They they both fit different things because yeah. art is just like the art like it sparks that my talks about it's like it talks yeah as it's, it's, it's like, like a creative endeavor and then business is like parenting which means you have I there's some there's like a thing that I you need to the, nurture the parenting is and also like grow like, up and grow. there's also like a super emotional aspect because I think artwork can be like a baby too because if you have this yeah, piece of they're, art they're similar like literally but, in the but then there's like some people yeah you can have a piece of art that's like so valuable to your mind like the emotions you attach with it is so. It's almost like your baby, you know. Someone came and fucking put a speck of paint on your beautiful piece of artwork that you heard very close emotions. <laughs> it's basically like someone like painting Did on you your paint baby. My baby. Exactly, <laughs> and then you want to kill that person, which is what she was saying. Did you know, baby anybody man? that <laughs> anybody that would come and like um, that, like you know, what what was, what did she say? Anybody that anybody that comes and like oh yeah yeah, and if it gets messed with, gets you want to like, you wanna, like hurt attack the, the thing that's yeah, messing with you. Wanna, like, hurt the person or, or destroy the thing or get rid of that thing that is is putting your business in danger see with that though that's emotional i was thinking of like emotional. okay there's there see like it, the metaphor lets you have different paths within the metaphor you know what i mean like so parenting right okay you don't want to, you, you want to, if something mess with, messes with it, you're angry that something's messing with it, right? Yeah. But when you have a kid, it's better to, like, make the kid, like, strong enough to not be messed with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. arm the kid with the tools that if it's messed with, you know. The kid can fight back. The kid can fight back. And then so also, it's like, thing with the baby, okay, if you're thinking business. about it, the life cycle of a child... The, like it's baby, it's a teenager, it's an adult, adult and, it, and then but it sometimes it ha- at some point it has to leave the nest. So it like, to, so yeah. like, um, that's when automation so comes in. <laughs> that's when that's when you start becoming transitioning from like an entrepreneur to a business owner. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where you're not, you know, you're the baby, the baby's on, on its own. Like yeah. if it needs some help, it come and call the parents. You know, I think like that hey mom dad, there's something I have got a real problem. You know, but like you don't go into asking the parents every single little problem that you have. And I think that's where Elena, where she she stopped. You know, the way that's, she didn't well, move yeah, on to the point where well, because it's like no longer hands on. I mean, she had a, it's re- not like a it's restaurant. A, it's a negative thing. It's just like it's, it's up not to a you what you want to do. If you want to start your own business, you have to. If you want to grow and you want to make even more millions, you're gonna have to eventually just become the owner maybe a ceo ahead just like elon musk yeah you know, how he would test it's the same thing with my dad like and at then, some point he wanted yeah. to he, he was like he always talked about how like he wanted 
the business working for him, not him working for the business. Yeah. But he never kind of got to that point until he just ended up selling it. Uh-huh. And now he's kind of having, he's like, okay, I don't want to work in the business. Yeah. And that's why I think he's like, whenever I talk to him about starting something, it's very like hand anything. That's why I think he likes the whole the now massage thing. Yeah, because it's not because it's just it's running a franchise, on. setting it up, having it automated, having and then setting up another one. It's very like hands off. Hands I don't, off. I, I don't think him. he liked yeah. all that stress of doing that. Even though I, he could have gotten to a point where he didn't have to. Yeah. Be working it. Be working it. Can you hold this? Yeah. He 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 was. He definitely, I, I mean, he definitely, after running a business for so long, he, he doesn't want to fucking work on that. But that's the same thing that I was saying about Atlanta is they never got to that point. I mean, they they probably preferred to have it where they were just I mean, it, could, it's, it depends on, on what you want. Because, like, yeah. You can be, Cause it is you a can restaurant have fun. And like, you can just love being hands-on and being in the environment. That. Like, yeah. Gary Vee works in his shit all the time. But if he, like, would rather, you know, start something else, he can literally find somebody to automate, to, like, to uh, someone to act as CEO for that company instead of yeah. him because yeah. he owns it and is a CEO. Yeah, he co-owns it with his brother or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Fucking yeah. So basically, the, the the metaphors. I mean, you can go any single way with it, but um, I think that any metaphor. I mean, it's just basically describing the the connection between the the relation, the business and and the person itself. Yeah, like the that ones makes that sense. That makes the sense. Like some people say, business is war. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, that's, well, then, so the that's person, how yeah, that's, it, it, you can already know like how, how that person's going to react views, in certain situations. That's the, how they view their business. Their business, they they feel like they're battling others to be at the top. Mm-hmm. You know, and not necessarily. Or that you're going to win the wrong or, way. Oh, it's a war, so you're going to win some battles. You're going to lose some battles, and and that's like the nature of war and it has like a, that's what I'm saying even that metaphor has its own but wouldn't the nature of war mean it has its own advantages and disadvantages with that ideology of business but the nature of war is that you're competing against someone else correct so yeah in that so sense you are, you I mean, are but competing in business against, you are competing no matter what it's smarter to be competing with yourself yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's that's what I that's what I was gonna say. There's I'm no like, cap for improvement. Just like Michael point. Jordan, all the greats in basketball, they're competing with themselves. They could view it as a war against other players, but they viewed it as a war against right, themselves, and that's that, why they're the greats. Even just thinking about that metaphor is like that's a lot of stress. You know what I mean? Yeah, just to be like, oh, it's a war. Like, who are my competitors? Like, I think that <clears throat> um, competition is a good thing actually because that allows you to get better. Right, but it's but not the competition it, part. It's the the negative part. See, the the advantage is that like. There's advantages that more for and disadvantages because when you think about it like that, it's like very fucking stressful. Yeah. The business is like a war. Yeah. When, when you if you say business is an art, it's, it's very free flowing and more creative. You get yeah. to like do whatever you like, and obviously you, there's some things you have to do certain ways. Like, like uh, I have but to use a fucking paintbrush if I want to make a painting. You know what I mean? But that's still art. But it's still. But then that's there's disadvantages still. where not all of businesses are like setting up systems and operations is not an art. That's just trying to figure out what works and then okay here. I mean, here. it could be it could be an art of precision. I mean, I, I guess the uh, it could be like how um, Claude Claude Monet or whatever could be real Claude Monet would you do. You could be like okay, this happens and if this happens and if this happens and if this happens. But at some point, you want, like, autonomy. You don't just want people, like, referring to a guidebook every single step of the way, you know? Oh, no. I mean, you create a framework that people can work off of, but it's, like, you know, it's, like, a general framework, and then you leave room for people to be creative in it. Yeah, whatever. It's just, like, what right I was now, saying about Claude Monet. Uh, what I mean, we learned is, he like, would good mix stuff the paints. for, like, down the road. You know what I mean? 
yeah, it's it's stuff that when you have a from actual, yeah, from a re- when you actually have a real business, it's good stuff to remember and yeah. reflect on. But right now mm-hmm. we're in, it's you and me. Right now we're just we're entrepreneurs, we're, we're duo, straight from the ground. Yeah, we're we're just building something up from nothing, really. I mean, mm-hmm. we're building up something. We're building something up off of capital alone, like very limited capital. That's how everybody starts. Yeah, so we're just the the idea of how the business is or whatever. We can take it our own way. Um, yeah, we can't we can't take it our own way, and we can do it like whatever the fuck we want, and that's the cool part. Yeah. So like so, just for fucking the record, so we're doing um, right now. What we're doing is basically, well, I guess we'll give you some context. So there's, I think we talked about it. We've been talking about stoicism for a while. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about it. Like so there's this guy named Ryan Holiday who's an author of a bunch of books you know he's not the most famous author but he writes a lot about stoicism he's mentored by robert green which is like a super famous author but uh you know he's not as famous so he has his website called daily stoic which drives a lot of which is about stoicism and it's a bunch of articles of how to implement your life you know like habits and routines and techniques and then just a bunch of, like uh talking about what the current events within a stoic like perspective um and he has he sells things on that on that website. So he drives traffic from the blogs, and he sells stuff from the websites. And so, cause I like learned about stoicism, I'm like, all right, this is cool. Like, this is something to like spend, you know, a good portion of my time like learning about, because it's like a philosophy of how to not only like live the good life, but also like overcome obstacles. It just it seems like a good philosophy to have, like if you're trying to start a business, you know. Yeah. It's like learn, learn what. A lot of it's like learn what you what's under your control and tend to that instead of focusing any type of energy on what's not yeah. under, under your control. So that sounds like common sense, but most people, literally, if you go around, people will agree with you on that. But nobody actually, the percentage of people that actually apply it in their life is very little. So, the so his business model is that you know sell stoic stuff like stoicism courses and goodies and tchotchkes and like books and you know like necklaces and medallions and coins and you know tchotchkes and courses to people interested in stoicism right so i was like okay can i copy his business model then i did some research and basically his website because i was figuring out like where he gets his customers and most of it is organic no no no. well some of it's from youtube most of the the Traffic I actually don't know, but most of the you think the, people are just looking up stoic. Basically, most of the online activity about stoicism happens on YouTube, and I looked yeah. it up. It's like eighty percent of of all people interested in stoicism are are, are are consuming content on YouTube. So that's where they're at. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay, you know, and Russell Bustin talks about this principle where like it, find out who your customer is. My customer is somebody interested in stoicism, and it might be even niche down further to that, uh-huh. further than that. But I don't know anything because right now it's a blue ocean. So to niche down into something to a real specific type of person that's interested in stoicism almost seems like not the right move. But we'll figure out what the fuck happens when that comes around to it. But um, I mean, you have to. Niche so it's down like on YouTube. Yeah. You can't even niche down that well on marketing and YouTube, right? Can yeah, you niche you, down well? Yeah, I mean, I you can, can niche I can down target per video. eighteen to thirty-five year olds. I can target whatever age group I want. I can target male, female, location. Um, but you don't know who's really looking for the stoic stuff yet, right? Well, those people are, I would say those people are warm traffic. Yeah. So, like, those are people who are aware of the problem they have, whatever problem it is, and then are interested in stoicism as a, as a solution. So, the, 
basically what we're trying to do is knock out the business model except instead of driving traffic from Instagram know, from Facebook. one channel of traffic which is <laughs> SEO like organic traffic yeah. we're gonna run paid traffic to acquire them as a customer and we're gonna use a, a marketing principle <laughs> that I learned from Frank Kern which is RBM basically um, the relatively bad marketing yeah. and, that co- and that guy's company compared to what I've seen from like really good marketers and even like mid-tier like the basics of really good marketing uh, he has RBM which is relatively bad marketing so and he's not and I need to look this up but I don't know I, I don't think he's running um, I don't know this for sure but my assumption is that he's not really running paid ads on YouTube he has a YouTube channel, but Frank I don't Karen think... Doesn't? No, no, no. Daily uh, Stoic. Well, Daily Stoic. So Ryan Holiday, yeah, the guy who runs Daily Stoic. I don't know if he's running paid ads. Either way, I know that there's room for us uh-huh. in the market. The Step one is, you know, generate revenue from people interested in steps two. Step, step two, from, from road, fuck, generate, whatever, it doesn't matter step. First step is to basically get them on our email list, see if I can acquire them for a certain amount of money sell them books because a lot of books on stoicism are public domain which means I can just take them and print them I don't need yeah. any copyright because they existed when copyright <clears throat> didn't exist so I can sell them books um, and I can also sell them t-shirts and tchotchkes and basically knock off his business model and then eventually uh, like sell a course and, and yeah. yeah so basically I'm going to do what Frank Kern does also which is basically find a, a niche you know and get them to tell you what they want to yeah. buy and then make it for them and sell it to them. So another, that's the whole point of getting them on the email list. And, on, and, and then you're doing get, and you're basically them yeah. on the email list by giving them a free offer. And yeah, phase one is uh, is figure out any way of generating yeah, revenue yeah. at all. Well, just um, and then also getting a, getting getting a traffic. Just yeah, but I also need traffic. to I need to figure out how to get traffic for the cheapest because. And I also see if I I want to see if I can generate see, we didn't even if test I can make sales. My What's your model? <clears throat> the YouTube oh, Yeah, your model, your model will video. work, though. It's going to work. I know. But we don't know if it's going to be the cheapest. also build up brand awareness. Yeah. Also. Which so. I haven't, we haven't done yet because I still have my own learning to do because it's still not, it, I mean, it's not like a, just a plug and play, you know, it's a lot of, in it, there's a lot of creativity with what video we're going to create, how I'm going to work with people that I don't really know, like VAs and people that don't. You know, no, it's fine. No, I, I, well, I'm just saying, I'll figure it out. I just, we just haven't done it yet because I'm still figuring it out. So, I, in my sense, I'm still doing the same thing I said two weeks ago. Yeah, and which I, is, I, I've realized that I have to learn a lot about email marketing. So, I think I'm just going to spend the next two weeks and not, not only about email marketing, but I also need to learn how to do a sales video. Um, Hold it close to you so they can hear you. Yeah, I just need to learn a lot of stuff before I can like do it because right now I, I, we tested out a lead magnet. And I got 13 customers, 13 subscribers. Pretty good video. I mean, it's, yeah, the video is simple, but the lead. We I don't know if they if that if the lead magnet is like the most valuable thing I can give them because I'm I yeah. there's nothing for me to model offer in terms of what offers work in this market. You gave them like a five minute free video on how to do these choices in the daily life. Yeah, right? yeah, right. But it's like I, I can. There's other types of author, off offers, and I don't know which is more valuable to these people. Like I need to find out what is the is the the thing that's going to get me the the cheap the, the leads for the cheapest yeah so you, so what i want to do still, is, is, is create three them. lead magnets three of them and test all then three test out. which is the most valuable then after i test which is the most valuable either slap the marcus aurelius book at the at the on the next page 
so that they can buy that book or slap something that's a more expanded something that's about the same topic but more expanded upon like if they if like let's say if i do seven stoicism techniques you know for the for daily life or whatever to do this or whatever to do that whatever they get the email list it would be okay then then that whatever that is gets emailed to them and then the next page is like a thank you page but it also has like a sales on like here buy this 25 five dollar course yeah talking about all of the stoicism techniques right and then to see if i can break even on the or make profit on the acquisition of the of the lead just like how russell bunsen talks about yeah but um like doing that would be perfect if i can't do that then and it might just come down to the fact like maybe i need to get their email list ask them more questions and run surveys to see what they actually want that then i'll do that but uh worst uh i mean the worst comes to worst i can also um just acquire their emails and then just acquire a good amount of emails then survey them on like so one thing that we learned is there's a guy who literally just like finds a niche gets their emails then emails them questions and then at some point asks them to send them a picture of their favorite shirt then he hires three designers to make Frank three no 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 some other guy oh. from the from russell bunsen's 30-day book he hires them no, no no he hires three designers to make three different designs that are similar to the to the most popular design like he he finds commonalities between all the t-shirts that people send pictures of him of he hires three designers making three different design samples uh-huh. then he surveys the email list again which is crazy as fuck i didn't even think like people would would even take the time, time to do that to send an email to, 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 to fill out a survey it. just any survey at all on a fucking email list. But like you gotta build rapport and shit too, and like yeah, that's when they stuff. start that's caring crazy. about your business and stuff. They're gonna fill out that. But yo, yeah, people yeah, but then do he, but then he, he like surveys like which T-shirt would you buy, and then they click you know the one that's yeah. the most popular. He makes a T-shirt, then he sets up a funnel, then he does it like a week long like oh hey look the T-shirt's coming out the T-shirt's coming out yeah he gets some and then he gets some hype up for the T-shirt, and then he sells it and he says he says he did it one time and he made a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars selling T-shirts within a t- selling one t-shirt damn one design um that fucking I mean, in two weeks he, he made that much money and they're all print on design print on demand so we have yeah. any inventory and he talks about how like the upsell would be like buy two for 30 percent off and then the upsell from that or he literally talked about like he can sell people on like a monthly t-shirt subscription <laughs> which is hilarious that's pretty crazy me. t-shirt subscription from his specific brand no or just what? on the niche it's not even like and he didn't even like build up brand equity it's not like a so famous brand company doing? like one of them is like guns guns and ammo right or like oh, fucking like american yeah so he's and it's like and it, american yeah and like the t-shirt design that he found out was the most popular was like it had a ripped up american flag and it had like a picture of the fucking Terminator, not the Terminator, the picture Eagle? of the fucking, the, the Punisher, Eagle. the Punisher skull. Oh, really? Some bull, some crazy fucking redneck shit, you know what I mean? And he made $114,000 that time? Yeah, and then, and he's done it Fuck. multiple times, he says. He's, he finds out that like, if you want to sell a physical good, one of the easiest things to sell is a t-shirt. t-shirt. You don't need to write sales copy. If they like the design, they'll buy it. They'll buy it. You, wear it. you don't have to it's sell them expression. on a t-shirt it's like they know what a t-shirt yeah, does yeah. and they all the the only, the only thing that determines value for the t-shirt is the fucking design so like yeah. of all the things to generate money quickly 
is making t-shirts around a topic around a niche so yeah so that's the plan to that's probably going to generate the most revenue right away is those t-shirts yeah um yeah and then you know i don't know i don't know the next step after that but basically the business model works and uh, i was acquiring leads for a dollar 20 and based on russell bunsen's principle that if you're doing email marketing poorly you should make one dollar off of every customer so we're doing it so theoretically i could i could spend like thousands of dollars like i spent like two thousand dollars acquiring like a thousand eight hundred customers uh-huh. because it's like a dollar twenty or whatever a thousand five hundred i don't know the math and then i could wait i could just do it all right now and then in a month all you know, in a month yeah, and a, yeah. or two months, I'd have the t-shirt design that they like, uh-huh. and I'd also have break even. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually don't want to do that yeah, because do I'd rather figure out what is the most attractive lead magnet because it's going to do two things: acquire, acquire, no, 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 but also it's going to acquire us leads, and it's also going to figure out, uh, help me figure out what's the most, what they consider is the most valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's going to jumpstart. A lot, and then I'll get to answer them, ask some questions, and it will have like a little community of people interested in stoicism, which is dope. But uh, yeah, that's what we're working on right now. Yeah, and um, I'm and still, I see like it. I, I actually see it like becoming like a pretty big thing. I did the math, and like all we have to do is sell a hundred thousand. I was talking to Iggy about it. All we have to do is sell a hundred thousand people uh-huh. on a ninety-nine dollar product. Oh, this is actually kind of funny. Which is it? Or uh, sell 100,000 people. Like this lizard right there. Or have 100,000 people spend $99 in total. See that lizard right there? He messed up. Both Loki and Annie are watching him. He's in the open. I don't think he, he, he made a mistake going out. Now if he moves, he's going to get attacked. Because that's how cats attack. They, they don't attack until something. Sorry, I, I kind of... I, I interjected Shoot. there with a, a I don't even know what you're talking about. See that lizard right there? Oh, yeah. They're both watching him, but they're not going to do anything to him until he moves. The second he Where? moves. Where? Oh. Loki and Annie. Annie's somewhere around here. Oh, shit, dude. I mean, yeah. She's, she's like, like halfway hiding. Under the barbecue grill. And they're both watching him, and as soon as he moves, they're going to run after him. You think he knows? I think he knows, and that's why he's being still. Yeah. Because he knows that. Oh! Like, they moved his head. Oh! Oh, oh he oh, knows. Oh, damn. He's, they're not looking. he's smart. They're not looking. You gotta move more, dude. Other them. way, dude. To the left. <laughs> you gotta run, man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. More, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, he should Come just. On. He should make a dash for it. We're watching. Like, right we're there. watching like a, an attempted murder. They're both looking at him, and he's like, and he's like camouflaged underneath the grill. That lizard was smart. And he looked away to like lick her palm moving. or something, and he fucking dipped. He got a little farther, but now he's staying still. He's yeah, but I mean, he'll, he'll, he's gone. If they try to jump him... Yeah, I don't think they can make it there quick enough. Uh, 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 run, buddy. You should have seen him jump. Yeah, he did jump, right? He jumped, like, freaking as long as a cat. Yeah. I saw him take off when Black Annie was getting right there, and he leaped from... Did Annie get him? No, I don't think so. She's probably Hopefully snipping not. around for him. No, she didn't get him. She Lame. Wait! Oh, no, she didn't get him. <laughs> Oh. Yes. You being a little hunter? Bad one. Unsuccessful. I guess you gotta fail though. Yeah, to learn your success. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so. What time? What time? How much time are we at? It's like 20, 22 minutes. The uh, yeah, so that's the plan. Uh, create a course about stoicism. I think I'd a, I mean a business you were around stoicism. Me about, I could literally. I don't even have to sell information much, products. I could just sell. Before I cut you off, you tell you tell me how much we could make. You like you did the math. Yeah. So. Um, we need a hundred thousand customers to have a customer value, lifetime value, ninety nine dollars, or a yearly customer value of ninety nine dollars, which means they spend ninety nine dollars in total with us, and we make a ten million dollar business. Yeah. Which, when you think about in terms of selling T shirts and selling coins and selling a course, yeah. or selling, it's not like, very hard. It doesn't sound that fucking that hard. Obviously, it's gonna take like time because we have to make the T shirts and we have to set up the systems and set up the email marketing. I think that the YouTube shit. will help us a but, lot with that. And yeah, the YouTube's gonna help out like a ton. But uh, I see it. I see it happening one hundred percent, bro. You're, you're talking about like. Um, I mean, I spent how much? I spent twenty dollars. And you got eight. People. And I had a thousand eight hundred impressions. That's a lot. Watch the videos, which means that. And how much people made in action? Three uh, percent of that. So, I mean, it's just like there's a lot of people interested in stoicism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people. Um, way more people than, like, even... Because people talk about how, like, there's, like, a little movement going on about stoicism. There's more people than in Facebook groups. Uh-huh. Um, like, the majority of the content is consumed on YouTube. And I looked it up, and it's, like, the average impressions for stoicism is, like, you know... Well, that's the thing about YouTube. YouTube's eight to phrase. 15 million a week, which is a lot. YouTube's a this great is a place lot. to learn things. Yeah, YouTube is like self-education. Yeah, and it's like education, entertainment, that's it's like what, all of the above. That's what Steve Larson, bro. Steve Larson says some shit, I'm like, damn, there's another dude that does it. And there's a lot of other people that do it. Because I was like, uh, I was kind of feeling bad when I dropped out of college and I started learning a bunch of shit on YouTube. Yeah. I was like, this isn't an education, like in the yeah. back of my head, you know, think like that. a fucking idiot. But, but then really? Steve Larson, which is some other marketing guy, who I like... <clears throat> He's like, yo, like, if you don't know something, YouTube. He's like, YouTube. He's YouTube's like, you know, place. he's like the college of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like, he talks about how he learned, like, a lot of stuff. Like, how you to do a lot of stuff on YouTube. YouTube. And then, I mean, just, you know, and then also the basics. This, I learned how to work on my car on YouTube. Like, yeah. You, know, you just look up videos on how to do mechanics. Every, yeah, I mean, you can learn anything. anything. You can learn, Fixed you can take phones. a whole critical thinking course on YouTube. On YouTube, a whole philosophy course on YouTube, a whole psychology, literally interest psychology. You, you can, can watch the entire year, the entire semester of classes on YouTube. Basically every single college class has a has a YouTube the entire yeah. curriculum on YouTube. on YouTube. Not I bet like the homework and shit. You can like, look up on how to do equations and homework on YouTube. I bet if you fucking did a course on on let's just say um critical thinking and it was like how to be a critical thinker. You can sell somebody you can sell people on stoicism and that. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying you can sell somebody or you can sell people on like you can make a comp a comp a, a, com- a compilation or like you can just compile videos together that all are about that and you can do like this is first video second video and this and you can sell people on your little step by step video guide on which videos you can they should watch in order on to what? become the best critical thinker. You can just oh like compile like compile videos, yeah. bro. Russell Bunsen was talking about how <laughs> you don't even need to make he the sold a membership. Bro, he literally... Because you know how he talks about, like, finding resources to turn into products? Uh-huh. He sold a fucking membership one time. He said he looked... He felt, like, guilty about it. <laughs> he was talking really? about it. He's like, one time, I literally just took, like, 
the top seven YouTube videos within a specific niche and then sold a membership on just the ability to watch to log in and then watch those on a website that, that's exactly what I was so just saying so all he did was curate exactly content and then saying. sell people then sell on like it. a fucking nine dollar okay. a month subscription then what to I watch just, only seven fucking YouTube videos what I just YouTube said videos that they was just found. validated by him yeah I know yeah. Yeah. but that's crazy as fuck though see that's what I was saying I was saying I bet you can just curate or, or yeah you could just like that's make so a weird. collection of videos and sell people to log in and watch those specific videos yeah, but that's so fucking weird, bro. It's, it's so weird, crazy. but that's the shit, dude. That's because the there's shit. people that's interested value. in the subject and they're not going on YouTube to watch it. Or they just don't know where to find it, so they just have an easier way to find it. They don't know what to this to keywords to search yeah. up in YouTube, which is ridiculously lazy. Yeah, but I would feel like a fucking piece of shit. I wouldn't selling, want to do that either. Gar- no, I wouldn't want to do that either. Really I'd rather like, just yeah, make my own YouTube videos about it and just take all the information from that and put it into one and then sell that one video on YouTube and not even selling people I'm getting for free. But monetizing my video, mm-hmm. which would be more valuable than that, because then you know I wouldn't feel. No, the whatever. Guilt. I'm just saying, like, um, yeah. I mean, the marketing part is the easy part. The 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 more complicated part is uh, creating the product. Because I actually want to make like a pretty good course. You know, if I do make yeah, a course. But you have help with that. I mean, once you start making money, I actually have to learn a lot about stoicism. Like, I read this whole. I listened to an audio book. I've listened to three audiobooks so far. So part of my work requirement to continue this business is to actually learn about stoicism, which is pretty dope. Like, I'm getting, like, paid to learn about a topic that I'm already interested in. No. Which is our plan, like, maybe for the future. You have help. Also. You can hire hire people to help you make the content and stuff and help you make the course. Yeah, and then I, I can also, um, yeah, uh, what do you mean by help me make the course? Like people to talk, no. Oh uh, yeah, like could, the content. No, but no. You at don't some point, need to do and I was that. thinking about like at some point, because basically this, this um, this like whole thing of selling people information products or just products centered around a topic that they're interested in. I was talking to Iggy about it, and it's probably doable in almost every topic on YouTube. Yeah. Or any topic that people have interested in, like in Buddhism, you could probably create like a little Buddhism thing around it. And at some point when we have, when we make money, like when we have capital, we could just start these off and create like very good products. For, like we don't have to make the products. We could contact like three of the top like yeah, exactly. YouTubers on Buddhism and, and be like, hey, listen, I'll pay yeah. you, you know, $10,000. No, not $10,000. They're fucking YouTubers. I mean, it depends pro- on how valuable It depends they on how valuable they are. But we can be like, hey, listen, there's a lot of people that want, to t- that want like after we collect the leads and stuff, like we can make a product with like with actual experts on it. Yeah. because we can just pay them and be like hey listen so this you're going to do this module and you're going to talk about like how about meditation so like you know you, you know find out what the everything that what you think like people interested in buddhism would want to know about meditation and and then that's your module and record it on your webcam literally or whatever or here like if you figure out what slides you want and let me know and then i'll have a designer make the slides and you can do like a presentation for that module and okay you talk about how you know how you know bro we could literally contact yeah. there's people on the planet that'll do it for fucking free like apparently if you ask people for interviews they get they'll just do it for free if they're not like a fucking gigantic yeah. famous person yeah it, they're just like you know it's it's marketing like, for themselves like one of the well. most famous guys about stoicism i know like he's doing interviews for free because he'll just go on a podcast that has like you know like fucking a thousand views on youtube there's you know, no top. way they're like paying him 
And his his name is Massimo Massimo Pigliucci or whatever the fuck. He's just I mean he's probably just really. Uh, no, he's just really interested in talking about stoicism and talking himself. to the stoic community. He so like, he but I know care. he does the interviews for free. But like you can, uh, one of the, another thing in marketing is about like another product that there's like a, a a lot of ways of making products. Like we could just contact like the three most famous authors besides Ryan Holiday because he's probably busy. And just have conversations about stoicism, interview them about stoicism, yeah. and literally sell that for like seven dollars yeah. or ten bucks, or as as part of a package part of a with package, the course yeah, and increase in. the value. Of and it. then by doing that, you also learn content to put into a course with them, just like we learned from Elena. Yeah, you know, you learn things that you I mean. We can just have, we could just pay someone to just That's write like a, a whole benefit. script what? of what we're talking about. Oh yeah, it's transcripts. Just and then write a whole transcript video, of what we're audio, talking about. transcript, which then you increases the value. And then from that well, transcript, there's a, there's we a lot of framework for Right now, I'm just trying to see if I can get leads for break even while simul- and then sell them T-shirts. Yeah. Because yeah, that's probably the easiest thing to do right at the gate. So, um, what time are we at? Oh, we're probably at like thirty. All right, so that's it. That's our plan. Yeah, that's a 30-day uh, well, plan. Just kidding. 30-day. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be sticking with this for a long, long, long last time. Like, I'm yeah. def- we're definitely going to be making money off of this yeah, shit. Uh, it's not even we have to. I'd prefer to. Yeah. <laughs> I've always think we do. It's and it's cool because, like, this, what we're learning right now, like, both of you and me, are, is going to help us and be then, better, like, to be better in life or whatever can, the fuck. I mean, with the, what I'm doing, we can get traffic thing. from any, any niche forever basically until the videos stop running out but by that time we should have capital make better quality videos and i can figure out how to do that and then with what you're doing i mean you know how like we're i mean we're gonna learn stoicism you're probably gonna learn it better than me but um you know how much money we could make off of acquiring a lead yeah we can make because we could we'll make money off of we'll make we'll make money off of your my side yeah your Video, which then is going to get us the lead. Which that by alone, if we just had a freely lead magnet, would make us would we be positive off of each lead from that? Yeah. And then but if we have a lead magnet, magnet that then goes to an offer page, that then goes to an upsell, and then it goes to an upsell, just like how we could make we could literally making we could be literally making like way more the normal amount that people get per lead, even if they're running a funnel. You know, like ten times the amount. Because Russell Brunson gets a lead for. He makes like. I don't know how much money. I think he makes like eighty dollars, <laughs> per, per fucking lead. lead. Yeah. Damn. Or like seventy, sixty dollars per lead. That's really good. And that's on average because there's some people that just get the free book and they don't buy anything in the upsell. But that's like, you know, what I'm talking about when you do the math, it's eighty dollars per lead. Yeah. But we have the potential of making like a lot of money per yeah. lead. You know, it's just gonna take. We're a, making like, money per lead. I just need to figure out what the fuck they want to buy, and and I just need to figure yeah. out what the fuck they want to watch. So yeah, yeah, but that's easy. That's easy, but I still need to, you know, make good, good. You'll you'll figure out because then you, you you'll put up a topic. On, you'll put something up about a topic, and then that will be like, and then you you'll know how to what to double down on on yeah. that topic. No, of course, because within because like yeah, within stoicism, there's a bunch of different topics, and you need yeah. to like. We needed to get a gauge of like what people know about 
when they come like what do they know when they come to like google when they look up stoicism videos like yeah. like what are they aware about you know because there's something in stoicism called the dichotomy of control there's the vir- there's four virtues there's um like there's four uh they, i don't know what they call them but there's like a four four group types of negative emotion mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like subcategories there's a lot of category shit to talk about basically so yeah all right that's it yeah, thank yeah. you for listening to episode 10 episode 10 thank you guys uh maybe you ended thank it. you ghosts people nobody yeah <laughs>